What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your Hey, 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 it's Ty. And it's your boy, Mike. And welcome to another episode of the It's Now Your Diary podcast. And we are live. <laughs> hey, Mike. What up, what up, what up? How you feeling? Pretty good. Yeah. It's been a long week and this is the last episode of the season. I'm yes, a little yes. sad. Pop a bottle of Martinelli's. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So first off, if you guys are hearing us a lot more clear, it's because we just came up on a blessing. Uh, mm-hmm. My girl Tyra hooked it up. We got two mics now. And I'm just like, it's just so dope. It's anyway, amazing. We're jumping into it. Uh, round of applause for Ty real quick. One clap. And... <laughs> <laughs> we'll jump into it all right Ty so I got a question for you mm-hmm. what do Steve Jobs Ariana Huffington Thomas Edison Walt Disney and Oprah Winfrey have in common mm, they all admitted they have failure they all have failed businesses oh but they all have overcome their failures mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang. so if y'all didn't catch that the topic for this last and final episode of the season is failure What is your definition of failure? First, before we hop into what everybody else says or what the world says. Failing is missing the mark of whatever value or whatever goal you have set for yourself. Mm, I like that. But what's crazy is as I was doing like all the research for this episode, I realized true failure is basically when no other option is left. When you exhausted every option and nothing else and honestly you got to go through a lot of options to even say all right i failed like there because like when you really look at it then it's like am i really failing then right you know so the definition that i found on the web though Mm -hmm. was lack of success or the omission of expected or required action Mm. Okay. I actually found out that there are three different types of failures. So you have preventable failures, which is kind of, I feel like what you mentioned uh, your definition is, and then complex failures and then intellectual failures. So a preventable failure is basically a failure that you have the knowledge and ability to prevent. And then a complex failure is an unavoidable failure, which is like, any internal or external factor causes you to fail. So in like the hospital, you know, where things kind of just happen, you don't really plan for them or you can't really plan for them or uh, intellectual failures, which is like what we talked about as failing fast or failing forward. Basically starting a new business and learning the art of failing fast you make all these mistakes kind of like uh thomas edison and oprah and all them it's like they failed but they learned from their failures and they kept going they didn't let that deter them from their goal that's real i never knew that about failure like that there are different types really complex or intellectual no i just thought it was just like one Mm. type of failing me too and it's i mean it's leads us into this next question is so why are the there's i mean which you're kind of pointing out like some reasons why we fail Mm -hmm. uh, but like what are some other reasons why we may fail the top 10 reasons why people fail 
are well number one is they never try number two is they underestimate what it'll take number three is just laziness number four is they don't have the competitive edge number five is they don't learn or adapt fast enough number six is lack of self-discipline and actually the self-discipline is one of the things that I've been like praying really hard about because that's like one of the things that I feel like causes me to fail over and over again is just like lacking that self-discipline and then seven is lack of planning eight is fear of failure and I feel like that was that used to be me I used to really be afraid until I kind of learned better and nine is wanting too much too fast it's like having no patience which was also me for a long time it's like yeah yeah you just want everything now and then number 10 is too emotionally invested and don't self-assess and realize when you're wrong and that's kind of how Blockbuster went out of business it was like they had an opportunity to buy Netflix but they couldn't even see, like, self-assess and be like, oh, okay, this is what's coming. Like, people don't want to go out of their house to rent movies. And I feel like that's kind of how a lot of companies end up. Uh, not willing to adjust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's facts. And a lot of failure comes from not, not wanting to yeah. self-assess and take that adjustment. Mm-hmm. That's real. I love it keep it going so like when i was sitting down and working out this and how god was really working in me mm-hmm. during this time like i was pretty excited when we first talked about you know that we were gonna have this episode yeah about a month ago like i was like oh yeah like as a student of life i'm all down for failing mm-hmm. you know um and i fail a lot in a lot of areas in my life like there's it's no joke and it's like the more that we want success, the more that we want to succeed, mm-hmm. the more failure lies. And it's like crouching at our door, waiting for us to walk out so it can trip us up. Mm-hmm. And those reasons why we fail, those 10 that you gave us, it's like once we let that happen, like we have to snap out, like kind of like not snap out of it, uh, but like think about what's going on right now. Right. You know, rather than being in your feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, my world is upside down. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, it's so easy to get in your feelings. It does get it does get get us. Like, mm-hmm. if we're real, like it does get us down. Yeah. Do you have like a timetable for yourself where you do evaluate your yourself and your emotions? I know we talked on it a little bit in the emotional intelligence episode. Mm-hmm. Um but start. I feel like now I'm to the point where I'm always kind of just like thinking about where I am, like trying to think about, oh, like, what do I need today? What do I need this week? How am I feeling? Why am I feeling like this? So that I can understand on a daily basis what's going on, because I don't want to wait, you know, a month away or two months away and be like, oh, okay, now let me figure out what's happening in my life. So I've been trying to at least hold myself accountable, like every day, at least just trying to understand like before I go to sleep, what did I get done? And I have my planner. So it's like, okay, 
where where my strongest said by practicing discipline was I staying committed to the things that I wrote down that I needed to do and just holding myself accountable to those so that the things that I do fail at that day, you know, if I said I was going to have three meals a day, then I need to commit to that and not be snacking all day or whatever. That That's not a great example. But like, if I do feel like if I need to call and make a doctor's appointment, like making sure I actually do that and I'm not, you know, getting in my feelings and being like, oh, I'm tired. I don't feel like doing it. But like, Because I eventually want to get to a place where it doesn't matter if I'm going to fail. I need to do it anyways. It doesn't matter if I don't even, if I call and then they don't have anything available. Like, okay, well, call next week. Or, you know, not making an excuse for myself to fail and just holding myself accountable that to still, even though I know I don't have time to go do this, I'm still going to put it down so I can kind of see like, what was I doing and not getting done, like things I need to get done? So, yeah, how about you? Wait, what was the question? What was my question? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to you and I was like, man, it seems like you got a really good grip on like your, yourself and like where you're headed and what you want to get accomplished. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you stay on top of it, you know, and that's a part of success is staying on top of it yeah. despite the failing, you know, like, yeah. all right, like, didn't get my three meals and mm-hmm. I can make that adjustment. Didn't open any mail. Didn't open any mail. <laughs> I can make that adjustment easily tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that that's really, really dope that, you know, you're in that mind state where it's like, I'm not going to let my whole to-do list or whatever I'm setting out myself for weigh me down and, and look at it as if I'm falling behind, but I'm using this to progress. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, a, that's a great mindset. That's actually a like a success habit, you know, that mm. people ought to have when mm. it comes to failing mm. you know, in order to develop these more successful yeah. habits. Yeah, yeah. But for, for me, um, I mean, I was thinking about, like, when and when do I put a stamp on, on it and say I failed, you know? Like, mm. is it on the day, like, or, but that goes back to how am I writing out my goals? Am right. I, Am I elaborating deeper into my goals? Am I just saying, oh, I want to work out? Mm. Or am I saying, you know, I'm going to work out five days a week? Yeah. You know, so I have to be better in terms of marking down my goals and having a precise goal that I have in mind and when I want it, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah, be more intentional about what it is you're trying to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we get in there. We get in there. I'm there's no doubt in my mind about it. So mm-hmm. I'm like I'm all for failure. Like I'm yeah. I'm a student of the game and I'm gonna stay a student of the game and failing is part of it. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. I feel like for a long time in my life was afraid of failing in a sense. I don't know why I thought like you just have to be perfect. But then accepting failure for me was just like, oh, okay, you just accept what happened, take accountability so that it doesn't keep happening right? or understand why it's happening. So, you know, mm. how to not let it happen again. Mm. And it's like just putting those different things in place where it's like, okay, like this is what I got to get done. Like I finally opened all my mail <laughs> from, I had mail from September that haven't been open and it was like not a lot of important stuff in there but still 
I mean, most of it I just ripped up because I have it online. So I can already see like right. what these people. Say, it's wild that the <laughs> post office hasn't thought of a better way to give us mail. Yeah, but you know, so on my this is like real off topic, but on your email you can sign up. They will take a picture of all your mail that's coming to the house, and some stuff is like, oh, I should probably open that, and then I don't even open it, and then I'm like, oh, I was supposed to open that, and then like I finally opened everything. So that was a huge accomplishment. And my mail from today, I opened mostly everything. So yes, progress. Mm-hmm. But progress. <laughs> so. I mean, speaking of progress, is failing a good or bad thing? Like, could we progress in failing or could we fall back? I feel like we already kind of touched on it, but, you know, I feel like we can talk about it some more. I feel like it depends on what happens once we fail because uh, somebody actually posted on Snapchat, like, some people learn from their successes, but I only learn from my failures. And I just responded to them like, well, failure is a very important part of life because you will never be successful or learn anything if you never fail you know because um some people in politics like who were probably given everything their whole life and are now um have been rich their whole life like they can act a certain way i'm talking about a specific person but they can act a certain way because it's like i've never failed so i'm not I don't care what you say. I'm going to always act how I've always acted because I have everything that I could ever, you know, like when you're given everything your whole life, you don't learn how to fail and how to grow from it. It's kind of just like, mm. sorry to cut you off, Mm -hmm. but like, as you're saying this, like Mm -hmm. beauty and the beast just comes to mind. Mm. You know, had everything, but his heart was so treacherous. Yeah. And, you know, there's an ugly beast inside of you, you know, that Mm -hmm. you don't see, but you think that you're all good because of the world around you and what your life looks like. Yeah. And what you do have. Mm -hmm. But internally, you could be failing. Right. You know, which is like, once we get on success, like, Mm -hmm. you guys will really know what success (laughs) is and what, you know, truly looks like. So, yeah, like, we have to be careful when it comes to success mm-hmm. and the dangers of it because, like, I, I also started thinking about what about a straight-A student, you know, who finally got that B? Yep. And, and he never crushed. dealt with anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, and now he's got anxiety. Now he's mm-hmm. dealing with depression because it doesn't feel like he's a straight, you know, he's right. not perfect anymore, mm-hmm. you know? So how do you deal with that? Now Now you have something to deal with. You know? Yeah. Now you have a failure to look forward to growing in. Right. And it's, you have to keep that mindset like, whoa. Yeah. Breathe for a sec. Let me calm myself. It's just a beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's people out here getting D's. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh I, I'm with you though. Like it could be a good or a bad thing. It's definitely mm-hmm. how you handle it. I see failure as a conundrum because at the moment failure happens, it could be brutal, embarrassing, shameful, and soul crushing. But once you get time to breathe and talk to God about it. You can self-reflect, mm-hmm. you can make the proper adjustments, you can restore hope within yourself and those around you. Uh, you could also learn new things through failing that you can that you wouldn't be able to learn through success. Yeah. So my answer is yes, failing is good, but only if the person is able to overcome the emotions mm-hmm. that they're dealing with at that present time. If they're yeah. letting themselves get too wrapped up in their emotions during this time, they'll begin to go down this Spiral, you know, self pity Mm -hmm. and 
you know, self uh, deprivation, mm. all that stuff. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm guilty of it. You know, it's, it's part of, you know, what makes us human. Mm-hmm. You know, we go down these slopes, yeah. but it's in those valleys, like God says in his word, even if I make my, even if I, so he's saying that I have a choice, even if I make my bed in Sheol and, when the Bible refers to shield, it refers to hell. That's hell. Mm-hmm. So even if I make my bed in hell, he is still with me, mm-hmm. waiting for me to say, all right, let me get up mm-hmm. and let me take my bed back up to this mountain. Right. You know? So like, guys, we have to be really careful when it comes to failing. You know, it's good to fail, but to stay in failure and to think that you're a failure and start to believe that you are just going to be a failure. That's where you'll you'll be stuck and you'll be in your rut and you'll be having these thoughts of depression Mm -hmm. anxiety and feeling lost and unworthy yeah but god is strong his his power actually let's not go (laughs) you know baptist sermon over (laughs) next question (laughs) so in matthew 10 jesus sends his disciples out to go heal and spread the gospel and he basically told them in verse 16 i'm sending you out like sheep among wolves and in a sense he basically was sending them out to fail because he told them basically some people will believe you and some people won't and then the people that don't believe you you know it's it's okay just go to the next town so you're sending your disciples out to get in a sense denied and get talked about and be treated badly like sheep among wolves so like these people are attacking them but they have to keep doing it they have to still be obedient even though he sent them out to fail he wants them to continue to do it and he like had a whole purpose behind it so the disciples were discouraged and questioning Jesus so much and nothing he said made sense to them but they were still obedient you know they failed anyways they went out they stayed in some people's homes some people could you know kicked them out, didn't want to hear it, but some people welcomed them. You know, sometimes obedience leads to failure. Like when we're obedient to God, it does lead to failure, but the failure is what God had planned all along, you know, and because there was a bigger purpose behind it all, sometimes obedience leads to failure and failure is what God had been planning all along. I feel like sometimes we don't trust God and we get caught in how we feel, basically like we were just saying, you know, getting caught in how we feel. So we walk away from anything that will ever cause us to fail again because we don't want to feel that feeling ever again. Like there are people who have been heartbroken and they say, you know, I never want to feel this again. And they walk away from it instead of being like, okay, what did this teach me? What should I learn from this? Instead of just walking away and be like, oh, I don't want to feel this ever again. If it's like, if we never fail, like if we never had any failures, we literally would never ever learn. Like we would never be able to grow. What type of life is that when you're just stagnant? And putting a cap on yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. And honestly, in my relationship, I feel like for a very long time, like things were perfect. Like never argued, never had any issues. It was perfect, but there was also no growth. Like it was just two people living great lives. And it was great because, you know, we were young, but then we 
hit a wall and I realized that we really needed to fall. Like everything needed to just be torn down because we needed to learn how to have a mature relationship. And if we had never gotten to that low point, we wouldn't be together now. We wouldn't be at such a great place now. And it's like we really needed to learn how to be ready for anything. Like our foundation was uprooted and rebuilt and so it could be stronger. We were young, two selfish people. Where he was trying to take us, we couldn't be selfish. It couldn't just be about ourselves. We had to, we were basically together as kids. And the kids in us really just needed to die so that we could mature and our relationship could mature. Well, I feel like God really wanted me to learn how to lean on him and not really lean on the people around me mm. honest honestly I would have just left like I wouldn't have stayed this was the only time I was praying at the time like every time something bad happened I would pray mm -hmm. and then God would show me a sign of what to do I feel like this was kind of how our relationship started slowly building back up now that I look back at it because it was like he sent me to do exactly what he would do like to love, to forgive, to have patience. And I felt like I was failing like the whole time. Like, you know, all this stuff is happening and you keep showing me that I'm on the right track, but like, why is all of this happening? Like he sent the disciples out these people kept rejecting them pretty much in a sense like you telling me to do this I'm doing it but I'm not getting the response that I'm expecting and I believe in and I felt like I was in that situation like just failing like I'm loving and I'm being patient and I'm doing everything you've asked me to do but I'm still failing and honestly in the world that is like not acceptable like people in the world tell you that that's a pattern exactly yeah uh, the world will tell you leave. They will tell you don't put up with that. They will tell you pretty much. You deserve better. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm happy that I did listen to him and I'm happy I was obedient because now I have something that could never be replaced. And that's a heart for God. And like that would never change now because he told me to trust him when I was failing. I'm like, okay, like I got to be on the right track because you keep telling me to trust you and I'm still failing. And now like I could never go back, but it's like, no matter what, even if I fall, I always know that God has a purpose. That's beautiful. First off, I thank you for both of y'all having the faith to stick it through and to work through y'all problems because it's been an encouragement to me. Mm -hmm. The Bible talks about how the faith of others helps uplift yours. Mm. Yeah, definitely, hands down. Mm -hmm. And it just gives me so much hope because I know my boy TJ is. Oof, that <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the same. I'm the same way, though, mm -hmm. you know. And I'm just like super thankful that you know God has plans for us, and He mm -hmm. has people who are for us, who are always going to be for us. Yeah, you know. And I just praise God for y'all heart, and honestly. When you're talking about Matthew and saying how sometimes obedience can lead a, lead into failure, mm -hmm. you know, the scripture, Romans uh, 5 had came up, 5, 3 to 5. And not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character mm -hmm. and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts mm -hmm. through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So 
yeah, God does call us to go into the wild, to be amongst wolves. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what that looks like, you know, from faith perspective. Right. But we do know that through his word, that something is going to be produced, mm -hmm. that his word is not going to return void. There's yeah. something that's going to come out of this. And it's beautiful that you're able to grab that from, from that. I never even thought about it like that. Mm. That's real deep. That's real deep. And also, what I thought about was Romans 8, 28. He, God talks about, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So even in the failing, God is working it all together for good. And like mm. you said, it's like, man, I'm doing all this. It just feels like I'm failing and failing and failing. Right. How how is this benefiting my life? How is this making me good? Mm -hmm. Man, yeah, it, it's the character. It's the ultimate good of that we are becoming conformed into the image of His Son, mm -hmm. and that's in Romans eight twenty nine. That's a verse that a lot of people don't read, but that's the most. I think that's the key verse in that passage is twenty nine. That you know we are being conformed into the image of his son because we are going through these trials yeah. and these testings and we're enduring through them and our character is being built up mm -hmm. and his love is being perfected in us right and it's so beautiful that he works through it all yeah not mm -hmm. just through the good and through the success mm -hmm. it's, it's beautiful yeah and at that beginning stage in a sense it was like well i was in a place where i wasn't even going to church or anything mm -hmm. but it was still like god was still keeping me so like even in my failure even though I felt like I was failing. It was like he had a purpose the whole time, even though I felt like I didn't deserve what he had or, or anything like that at the time. He still kept me. And in Matthew 13 through 9, a farmer went out to plant his seeds. But while he was scattering the seeds, some of them fell on the pathway and birds started to eat them. And he was telling this story to his disciples and like telling them all these parables. They were basically asking Jesus, like, why do you speak in parables? And he was like, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. So basically, the people that he sent his disciples out to talk to and, you know, the ones who had received Jesus that he was speaking to now, they actually understood him speaking in the parables. Right. So like just to break it down, the parable that he was telling his disciples was uh, in Matthew 13, 3 through 9, a farmer went out to plant his seeds while scattering the seeds. Some fell on the walking path and birds ate them. Some fell on rocks where there wasn't much soil and they grew pretty fast since the soil was so shallow. But once the sun came up, the plants were burned because they had no root. More seeds fell by thorns, and the thorns killed the plants. Some seeds fell by good soil and produced crop. And then when I was reading this, it just made me really think about my journey with just failing in general and failing in my faith mm -hmm. specifically. And well, feeling like I had failed in my faith. There were times when I would hear the word, go to church, hear the word, but I didn't understand it because I used to go all the time. Um, basically didn't understand it and me not understanding it the devil was able to come and whatever I just heard basically take it away before I could even understand what it meant 
just like the seeds on the path and the birds coming to take. And then there were times where I heard the word, I understood it and it brought me joy for a little while. But then as the week would go by, it basically just faded away because my faith wasn't rooted in anything like the seeds that fell on the rocky soil that ended up burning when the sun came out. When the troubles would come into my life, my faith would just leave. And then I got to a place where I heard the word, didn't truly understand it but was still like very worried about everything going on in my life and like the seeds that fell by the thorns that were choked I was letting worry almost kill me basically because I was consumed with it I was more focused on worrying about all these things instead of focusing on the word that I just got and focusing on trying to understand it and actually apply it to my life so now I hear the word and I fully understand it and I I try so very hard to live it and even if I'm struggling I pray you know I listen I listen to God I'm trying to be obedient every day one foot behind the next but you know it can still be challenging now I am how the seed that fell on the good soil like producing more fruit being obedient getting his word growing in my faith and I'm not taking steps backwards anymore and you know failure could never hold me back now now that I've seen like okay my faith started here and God was still there for me mm-hmm. I was failing but he was mm-hmm. still there for me yeah, um yeah I was going through all this stuff and he was still there for me like the devil can't come take the word from me now it doesn't matter how much I fail now like getting to that point where we don't even let failure phase us at all like mm-hmm. it doesn't even shake like one emotion mm-hmm. is where I'm trying to get to and the more I get rooted in him like mm-hmm. that plant that the seed that wasn't even rooted like getting rooted like those roots growing deeper and deeper and deeper right. is like is if once we get to that point our faith grows and you might fail more or you might fail less the deeper they get and the more rooted in him we get like the devil him coming in adding anything to our lives or causing us to fail or anything like that it could never change our faith or where we're going in life because we are able to just go back to okay god i know there's a reason behind this i know that no matter what happens even if you cry about it even if you go through all the emotions just real like coming back to the medium where it's like okay that this was a failure (laughs) this This was horrible, but guess what? I'm going to get up and try again, no matter who comes at me, no matter what anybody says. Or what I say to my feelings. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's real. It's beautiful how you were able to look in Matthew 14 and see different parts of yourself. Yeah. That was real dope. That's real dope. And um, which, I mean, I feel like you just kind of led us into my next question Mm -hmm. was like with all this in front of us what are some helpful ways to overcome failure and you just touched on that last part uh when you were saying you know go through your emotions Mm -hmm. through all that but come back to center and you know go ahead talk to god there's what you're doing right there Mm -hmm. is faith rest Mm -hmm. you're 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 using your faith Mm -hmm. and you're resting it in his word you're trusting Mm -hmm. him despite what's going on in your surroundings what's going on in your heart Mm -hmm. you're saying look 
Yes, you're you're confessing that you know if you're disobedient, you confess your you know mm-hmm. you confess that and you if whatever else ever happened, however failure turned out to, you're being real. You're taking accountability for that. Yeah, I'm trying. And, you know, and then now you're you're applying God's word to that. And like, what does God have to say about this? Mm-hmm. What has God already spoken to me that right. He's already promised me? That's you taking faith faith rest in your life, and that's. That's how you really overcome a lot of solutions is yeah. ha- taking hold of your faith and pressing into the promises that he has for you. Mm-hmm. And Tyra, like that, like I remember you saying, oh, you know, you're a babe in Christ in yeah. like four months. But <laughs> in four months, God really showed you like what was up. And like, man, like just praise God and how he's growing you and stretching you. Like yeah. I, I had, you know, with us, like, coming together, like, you know, of course we lost touch, but, like, how God is bringing it together full circle, mm-hmm. how he's just using our lives to build one another up, it's mm-hmm. beautiful, and, and it's just, like, it's all for a reason, even right. the bad things are for a reason, uh, Joseph says it, you know, what you did was for evil, but God used it for good, mm-hmm. it's just like, wow, like, the devil cannot win, he cannot mm-hmm. win, because at the end of the day, God's gonna use it, y'all, exactly, find faith rest, find, find a way to take faith rest, and by doing that is getting into the word, knowing what he has for you, mm-hmm. knowing what he says, and doing what he says, yeah, you know, I feel like that's, like, the main important thing, uh, how to overcome failure, mm-hmm. is by taking faith rest, uh, the next thing I would suggest would be applying what you're what you're learning yeah you know okay i learned this through failing Mm -hmm. i learned this from god Mm -hmm. i learned this from my friend Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm gonna use it yeah i'm gonna stop being stubborn i'm gonna stop you you know getting Mm -hmm. in my own way yeah because at the end of the day we make the choice Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna apply i'm gonna use wisdom yeah i mean knowledge and application equals wisdom Mm. remember that it's not i just act and I'm wise, I just say things and I'm what no, it's if I'm putting in the work and if I'm making things happen, I'm a punt like I'm being wise. Yeah, I feel like honestly, everything you just said like hit the nail on the head because that's really what we have to do. And it's not even like denying yourself how you feel, but it's like acknowledging mm-hmm. how you feel and not ignoring how you yeah, feel. Yeah. And that's that's important too mm-hmm. because sometimes I feel like we do fail mm-hmm. and we're just, you know what, forget it. I'm just about to put my head down, yeah. you know, and press past this. And But it's like, you still have to take the proper steps mm-hmm. to overcome failure. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you could move forward in your career and not work on the things that needed to really be worked on mm-hmm. at that time. Uh, 25 years later, you're still dealing with the same issue. Yeah, in, exactly. Internally, internally. And it's so it's uh, inward working for an outward expression of life mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And do you have any more, like, do you have any helpful ways, you know, healthy ways that we can overcome failure? Healthy ways. Not not like, not like average Joe who just says, I'm not going to work on what's going mm-hmm. on inside and just move forward. Because guys, we, we do. We just, you know what, we, we're just moving forward. Yeah. Forget all this. Right. And not even acknowledging it. My biggest one was just leaning on God because I don't know how I would have gotten through the like a lot of the like big failures, like the ones where I just felt like I couldn't go 
anymore. Like I couldn't do this anymore. Like I would have never been able to get through those big ones without him. But the smaller ones, I just trying to do better tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That was like my main thing. I mean, even now it's like the small things I pray on them, like just acknowledging like what's going on here. I got to figure out like why am I lacking in these certain areas and just praying for some type of like understanding. Like I need to understand more because if I don't understand things it's kind of like I, I can't really um help myself so I just ask normally for understanding in situations because once I understand it it's like okay now I can kind of move past it and if I don't have understanding I just pray until I get it mm. because if I don't if I never get understanding then it's very hard that's just how my brain works I guess because even at work if somebody asks me to do something I have a hundred questions because I have to understand why I'm doing this what is it for I need to I have have like 500 questions because if I don't understand what I'm doing it's just hard for me to wrap my mind around it uh, a little off topic but a thought just came into my mind mm-hmm. what do you think about this hold on ah oh, man you it lost was, it it was so perfect <laughs> I was worried in my head but I wanted to <laughs> so what do you think about this thought that success can happen even instantly after failing yeah I think that's true right I also think failure too is God's timing like but I do think if it's in his timing for it to happen I think it can happen but I also think if it's not it's not mm, I got a tough question mm-hmm. I mean well I mean you kind of touched on it when you the different types mm-hmm. of can we go back to the preventable mm, mm-hmm. their self-induced fail yeah that we are so that we ourselves do not prepare or we're not equipped enough to handle the sort of success that we are actually striving for mm. looking to attain so I feel like those are the cycles or generational habits that we have within mm. ourselves that we might not know yet yeah about but where God takes us through those because his word talks about how you know he's a loving God mm. and he loves his children so he has to discipline them to correct them at times mm. and he will take us through this cycle yep. to let us know like, yo, you're getting beat up because mm-hmm. you keep doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, how do we overcome these preventable failings? Like what do what do I need to do to make sure that I'm breaking these chains? Because it's been too long where I'm like, what? This is still mm-hmm. a problem, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, God, what am I, what point am I not getting? What do I need to do, Lord? You know? Mm-hmm. Help me out, Ty, please. I think it goes back to all the reasons why people fail. It's like, have you planned? Do you have discipline? Um, Are you adapting fast enough? Like, do you feel like, you plan to be competitive did you plan for everything that could go wrong are you just being like are you being lazy are you making excuses for yourself you know it's like have you measured where you are in this area are are you trying to move too fast are you moving on your timing or god's timing remember les brown said if there is no enemy within then the enemy outside can do us no harm. We gotta, we gotta handle these preventable failures. We gotta mm-hmm. take control. We gotta take control. Yeah, and mention like the generational things, and I feel like uh, we're finally at a point now where a lot of things that have been happening generationally, like failing, like just giving up like a lot of people don't make it because yeah they never try they they're too afraid but like our generation. 
it's like we're pushing past that and we're like like we don't have fear you know I'm not gonna accept failure I think a lot of people just accept failure and it's like they don't even strive for anything else like you get in your own head instead of like leaning on God and on his word we lean on ourselves and we we just make all these decisions um like earlier and like around this time last year I started doing nails I hadn't prayed about it I never went to God about it but then it was causing like all these issues for me like the timing was just off like it just wasn't like um like I was good at it but it was just something again that I wanted to do and it was something like oh yeah I could um do this for the rest of my life but ending up it was like no this is not God's plan for you Mm. Then it got to a point where I kind of, I didn't like how it took so much time away from Jax because I'm spending hours doing this, weekends doing this. And it was just like, is this what you want or is this what God wants? Like where, like what are we leaning on? Mm. So I just think so often over and over because that's what I did because I didn't know that I was supposed to lean on God. I didn't know that my life was not my life. It was his life. And I'm just here to fulfill his purpose for my life. Even if I failed, I still learned like with the nails, I failed, but I learned so much. Mm-hmm. Don't make any decision without praying on it. Mm-hmm. When I want to like even cheat and eat something I'm not supposed to eat, I'll pray. I'll be like, can I have this? <laughs> and then I get like, oh, you good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have it then. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I think I'm learning to just lean on him more for like over the smallest thing. Like, mm-hmm. should I get over in this lane or should I stay in this lane? Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. like it and just like making yeah, sure I'm everything to the forefront of your mind. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. depending on him to kind of just guide like every decision I make is so important. And then actually, like once I learn how to like hear from him and stuff, like well, I didn't learn how to hear from him. Like I just always heard. And I never hearing him more clearly. Right. And I like in a sense I thought I was like talking to myself, but I wasn't. Because it was like something that so strong that I'm like, oh, this thing. I don't I don't know what this <laughs> is. But but yeah, once I realized it was like now just dependent on like hearing his voice more and it just helps. I mean, because with him there's no failure. Like the podcast, I I just went with it because it was the first thing that he ever told me to do that I actually like committed to, even though it was uncomfortable. Mm. And now look, yeah. we got two mics now. We got two. <laughs> so that um, means we going places. Yeah, and you got your boy like back in church. Like I'm not even kidding. This podcast got me like I'm just like. <laughs> oh, and I amazing. found a church home yeah, finally. I, I know, I know. I, you, you told me. Mm, but, oh yeah, <laughs> but. Like I said, like I'm looking forward to getting back for next school year mm-hmm. so I can get back acclimated and serving properly the way I need to be. Mm-hmm. And it's just like if it wasn't for your obedience and whatever he was doing in your life um, in the summer of 2019 mm-hmm. that led up to, you know, Mike's going to need you, mm-hmm. you know, and this podcast, like you said, like regardless of, you know, who's it's working in, who's listening, mm-hmm. blah, 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 it's working in me. Right. You know? Right. And it's just it's working at oof, us. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Praise God. Praise God. Beautiful way to end uh, the end the season mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I love it. I love it. And I'm excited. Yeah. And I'm excited for all of you listeners out there. Like I'm just really I just feel a sense of like y'all are ready. You know, you guys yeah. are ready. Like there's no holding y'all back, especially because you know who is beside you. Mm-hmm. And 
guys, we're also with you and we're here to pray for you. We're here to help you along the way. And we just pray that this podcast has been uh, as much of a blessing as, it, as it's been for us. Mm -hmm. Again, Ty, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you if for you joining like me. sign me back for another season, <laughs> I would be glad to sign Oh, that's not even a question. Auto. Um, I mean, are are we gonna leave off on a journal assignment, or do we, we just are. pop a bottle and call it a day? I mean, I feel like we should at least give the people one last journal assignment. Word, word, word. <laughs> All right, what is this? Okay, so wait, hold on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had left a review. Like, can I get a oh, gift? <laughs> yeah. So, so um, we did ask people to leave us a review on iTunes, and since nobody else left the first review, we'll just say next season nice. we'll do a different giveaway. But the gift that I had, this amazing gift, is gonna go to my co-host because he's the only one that left us a review and y'all missed out and i'm sure he is about to be posting this gift so tune in yeah, to our story because y'all might be a little jealous yeah definitely like it's perfect timing too <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah it's perfect but yeah before we wrap up we're gonna end it with this journal assignment what is it yeah so y'all uh last journal assignments for the season tier tier go ahead and write down your failures that you feel like you've been beating yourself up over mm -hmm. and I want y'all to think about a few things so I want you to think about how you failed think about what exactly it was you failed at like from your own personal opinion what do you feel like you failed at and then think about why you failed. So how you failed, what you failed at specifically, and why you failed. So once you write down each failure in that specific field, however many you have, answer those three. How, what, and why for each one. And then what have all these failures taught you personally? And that is our journal assignment. Dope, 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 dope. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting those cracking. Well, that wraps up our last. You know what? Mm -hmm. Ty, mm -hmm. I got a comfort zone challenge for you. Oh, my God. Just, this is not a comfort zone episode. This is a comfort zone <laughs> challenge, though. Okay, what? Out of, out of left field, I challenge you to pray over our listeners before we cap off the end of the season. I feel like just go ahead and say a quick, give a quick little okay. prayer or something. That's not a comfort zone thing for me, though. <laughs> All right, so since I got a challenge, y'all, please bow your heads and close your eyes. If you're driving, please turn this off or don't <laughs> close your eyes. Just yeah. listen to it when you get home. Lord, thank you so much for an amazing season. Thank you for all these amazing listeners that we have. Lord, I just want to ask that you use each and every one of these podcast episodes to touch a life. And if you're listening to this and you feel like your heart is a little heavy, then this is definitely for you. Lord, if anybody is listening to this and they're dealing with a failure or they're dealing with multiple failures, help them understand why they're failing. Help them to see the reasoning behind it. And even if you can't help them understand the reasons, give them the discipline or the planning or whatever tactics or strategies they need to go forward 
with a better outlook on life and failures. Give them that, Lord. Protect them as they continue to go on throughout the next two months as we're on break journaling and continue to work in their lives. And everyone who's listening to this, I want them to truly be able to overcome whatever obstacles they feel are in front of them that might be holding them back, Lord. Whatever they need, please provide it to them, Lord. In this time of rest, I just ask that you watch over Mike, Lord, and continue to guide him in his faith. And for all our listeners, Lord, bring them back a little more whole or a little more full and a little more into your word and just fill them up with your love and protect them and watch over them as we will not be talking to to them for a little while lord and continue to let us have amazing seasons and continue to bless us so we can keep providing these amazing words for them amen amen, amen. thank you so that wraps up another episode yep, yep, yep. our final episode of the season Ooh. see y'all in two months that'll be the first week of april that'll be april 3rd is the next episode so we'll catch y'all in two months for sure for sure love you guys later bye